And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents RTG's Things I Hate. I'm RTG, and this is what I fucking hate. You want to know what I hate? Big, oversized, novelty belt buckles. Who are you, Randall Tex Cobb? Did you reverse Tito Santana's figure four to win the Intercontinental Belt? And just stop tucking in that little piece of your shirt that covers it just to show it off. <laughs> Why do you need a belt anyway? You dudes wear jeans tight enough to fit my 8th grade girlfriend. And she only ate toilet paper. So next time you're online at Spencer's Gifts with that Cadillac symbol or the 9 milli replica belt buckle you want to wrap around your waist, save your money and finally get that pink dildo you've been wanting to stick up your ass. Big oversized novelty fucking belt buckles, you're what I fucking hate. that I wasn't going to do the shotgun today, but eh, what the hell. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Richie. And uh, welcome to the Tuesday show. That could have been a little uh, little gun salute for Mr. Fernando Diaz-Bito. That's that dude's name? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's set this up real quick. Because... <laughs> He's from Puerto Rico. Uh, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I See, I watched that video with the sound down. It says it. Which is really weird because they're like the super like religious, right? I would think they're real Jesus. Well, doesn't is oh Puerto Rico? No, I, I'm thinking about Brazil. I was gonna say, isn't that the place with that giant Jesus statue? Yeah. But I I would guess that Puerto Rico. Whenever like uh like Hispanic is involved, you think you think you Jesus think, right yeah. off the bat? Sure, yeah, totally the Jesus piece. But so what? So okay, so what we're talking about is uh, during the week, uh, RTG put a video on my Facebook page. <laughs> About this dude who died. It had to be a young dude, right? Yeah, he got he, shot. You know him. all the facts. Oh, he got shot. Yeah, he got shot. He got shot in yeah. the chest. Like it, it didn't say where, but I, you know, his face wasn't or his head wasn't fucked up. Right. It obviously wasn't I his face. He got shot in the body. You know. So his family and friends thought that it was a good idea that instead of <laughs> instead of laying him out in a casket like one would, they wanted to uh, to preserve his likeliness. So they sat him up uh, in a chair with uh-huh. his with his legs crossed, like one would if they were on the Tonight Show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, in his flyest gear, fresh hat, fresh kicks, uh, fresh uh, holding fun- a Dutch master. Yeah, holding an bl- actual <laughs> blunt. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he just sat there during, and it's free. It's it's a freaky thing to. I I you put it on my Facebook page. And I watched it a couple times, and I died laughing because it looks like a kid that we grew up with, <laughs> which really freaked me out. But after watching it like two or three times, I, I had to—I hit it. I couldn't watch it anymore because every time I checked my Facebook page, it would just start scrolling, and I'd see that dude's face. Mm-hmm. He looks like a mix of a guy that we grew up with 
and uh, and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen doing Ali G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, like, his eyes are looking to the left, like, <laughs> the family wanted to make sure, like, he, he wasn't looking dead on to the audience, <laughs> you know what I mean? That would have fucked everyone up really bad. if Because every time they show the close-up of his face, I feel like his eyes are moving and, like, they look at me real quick, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it is a freaky thing it that they freaky. did. And, and they talked to, like, I guess that was his sister or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe his girlfriend or, or something. something. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, I don't know why everyone's freaked out. We just, this is the way he would want to do it it and you're like we're freaked out number one i'm surprised that they were able to get a funeral home uh to agree to do that you know because they crossed his leg so like yeah they had to break his leg like there's no uh-huh. way that they put his one leg over his knee like that naturally yeah like it's rigor mortis the guy's stiff they, they would have to break his fucking leg to do that mm-hmm. and then sit him up in the chair it's it's a very like and i i feel like i shouldn't be as freaked out about it as i was but but it's just so unnatural to see anything that way you know and another fucked up thing about it is you know he's holding that blunt so the camera pans down to show the blunt you know what i mean and you see his like little dead fingers holding the blunt and then the further down the finger goes. I, know, just, I, I looked at the fucking fingers i looked at the fingers <laughs> I didn't want to look directly into the fingers. I looked at the fingers, right? The further down the finger it goes, it just turns to fucking scotch tape. That shit is just... (laughs) (laughs) It's all wrinkly and transparent. It's fucked up. (laughs) That's the thing. When a dead body is in a a casket at a wake, (laughs) they're, they're, um, you know, number one, their, their second half is covered up. And then number two, like the way that they rest their hands over and their eyes are closed and uh, and like and you go up so quick that you don't ever really pay attention. But if that if that dude's hanging out, sitting in a chair and the thing like people are going to keep looking at him and then you, you see, you know, that the science of embalming and presenting dead bodies isn't like. And, it, you know, it's it's not a good thing. Well, it, they did a really good job. They did, but I it's think. still it's still an unnatural thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. The fact that we even, the, even just the body, like the open casket in the fucking, uh, at the wake thing is, is fucking weird. But they've just been doing it for so long that people are used to it. But I bet you the first couple times that they did that, people are like, what the fuck? I gotta look at this dead body? Well, they used to be like some really fucked up rituals, like... I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think way back in the day, this is closer to what they used to do. I feel like they used to, like, dance around with the fucking body and shit, like... Well, I know the murder junkies did. Yeah, yeah, that's what made me, that's why I sent it to you. Because <laughs> we were recently talking about it. And I think we recently spoke about what we wanted to do with ourselves. Yeah, and mine has nothing to do with ever being embalmed. I just no. want to be burned immediately. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a freaky fucking thing. If if you haven't seen this video, uh, you can find it. And it'll be on uh, awkwardhighfive.com in the show notes. Yeah. Now that we have these complete show notes, anything mm-hmm. that we, we uh, reference here, you can go to our website and see. It's like fucking magic. It's Check nice. out Fernando's bod. Fernando got shot. Uh, now he's constantly looking to the left. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to stereotype or judge or anything like that. But um, he's in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of Puerto Ricans at a Puerto Rican wake, wearing the flyest shoes around, 
and holding a blunt. Mm. There's no way that that body went to the ground with those shoes in that blunt. <laughs> Hell no. There was one dude kind of just <laughs> leaning against the wall the whole time. And finally, the janitor came out. And he's like, what are you still doing here? He's like, oh, I'm waiting for my ride. And just fucking <laughs> jacked those fucking kicks straight up. Wearing a dead man's kicks. Yeah. Smoking Smoke. a dead man's blunt. <laughs> Smoking the <laughs> dead man's blunt. Smoking the blunt straight out of the scotch tape fingers. <laughs> that gym probably smelled so bad. It's true. You look at the hand and it and it looks like a hand, and then the further it goes down, it looks like ET's digits. <laughs> <laughs> he lit that blunt and went up in flames from a little embalming fluid from being on it. <laughs> it's like the most natural form of PCP possible. Well, that's a lie. Remember when we were kids, they, people used to say that? Like, if you dip a joint into... because uh, Oh, yeah. Totally false. Like, uh, they would say in a science class in, in school, if there was embalming fluid, that the frogs were kept in oh, or whatever. Oh, disgusting. And disgusting. Like, I, who, I wonder... Because I always heard that. You know, you hear these things about drugs when you're a kid. Like, oh, if you smoke banana peels. And, and when you're a kid, you're stupid enough to try it because you don't have money to buy... Or connections to buy drugs and you want to get high. But um, I wonder if there was any kids that were actually stupid enough... That dipped uh, marijuana. Uh, uh, I was about to say a marijuana drink. That dipped cigarettes in that? Or cigarettes. Yeah, or I think someone did in high school. I remember someone doing that shit. But wait, we didn't have embalming fluid in high school. We didn't have frogs in jars, you know, like We that. didn't? I don't know. I don't believe so. I came to Rowden after biology. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you take biology as a freshman. Oh, well, yeah, but you still had the fucking science classes in different things, like the labs and shit. They only, it was a small school. Like uh, they, yeah, they reused those classrooms. Yeah, 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 it's, not, so. it's not like you never gained access to the biology labyrinth <laughs> what, with where, all the frogs. Where was the biology labyrinth? I have no idea. We graduated <laughs> high school in 1998. I don't remember fucking two days ago. Oh, I remember all that shit. I don't remember it at all. But anyway, I just, I feel bad for the person who dipped a cigarette or a joint into uh, embalming food and yeah. thought that they were going to trip like smoking PCP afterwards. Um, anyway, R.I.P. Fernando. Mm-hmm. If you want to see the freaky video and uh, try to figure out what kid we grew up with, even though you probably don't know anybody we grew up with that he looks like. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name on air. No. Um, I wanted to say uh, another fucking video that I watched over and over and over this week <laughs> is... Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say it. RTG. It makes me sentimental. It makes me um, long for my home. You know. You know. Like sometimes you're away from from where you lived, and uh, and you see you might see somebody or you hear something or whatever, and you're like, oh man, I missed that place. I want to get back there. Uh, and that's I've been watching this video, and this is what made me. I, not n- number one, I felt proud. I feel proud of my my old my old neighborhood. Um, and number two, it made me miss my old neighborhood so much, and I want to get back so there. So that video is what made you miss the hood. Yes. Really? Yes. Um, so what I'm talking about, and I'm sure a lot of you have watched it already. I'm sure there's every fucking radio show and news outlet or whatever has uh, has run this. But um, what we're talking about here is the in the Newport Mall in Jersey City, which is my old hood, my old neighborhood um, that I just moved out of recently. Uh, there was a Easter Bunny. That was set up just like one would, like a Santa a mall Santa Claus or Easter Bunny. And uh, this Easter Bunny and one of the dads got into a brawl. 
Now, and that's funny enough, it like mall rat style, like a fucking or bad Santa bad style. Santa, yeah, right. You know, like the fucking. That's what I was thinking. The, the mall getting into a brawl. But the best thing about it, and the reason that I watched it over and over again, is that is that the kids that took this video are fucking great. And here's the thing: I've this is the Newport Mall. This was literally a ten minute walk from where I lived. Um, right near the shop, right where I used to shop all the time in the BJ's and I would go and I'm not a big mall person, but you know, some, I would go there a bunch of times cause if whatever, buy clothes or whatever you needed to do. I mean, I know this mall inside and out and, uh, and watching this video is so funny. It's right in the epicenter of the mall. It's like right where like everything happens and you could, I, I imagine being in this mall when this happened, no matter where you were, you could hear it. So, uh, here's, here's some of the audio. You ready? Can you see it? Yeah. Have you seen this video? I did, but I want to see it again. Okay, hang on. I know, I want to see the ears. Gang, gang, gang. Yo! Gang. Yo! Yo! Look at the, look at the Easter Bunny. He's got, he's got his legs on and his gloves on. Why are you so tight? Listen to the kid. <laughs> oh, show us the Easter Bunny. Oh, the Easter Bunny throwing hands. Okay, wait, that's the first one. Here's it was great the way he came running back in to regulate. Oh, here's the second one. Just listen to the oh, hands. Oh he oh he curb stomped him. <laughs> Yo, why is there so much ass, bro? Oh the ops came through. <laughs> Easter bunny we got in a fight. Oh there's pillars in the way. Look at all the security guards. <laughs> I don't get why they don't just take a step to the left and film this shit. Because they're they're up on the uh, on the, the like the balcony, like above the second floor. Or uh, okay. But number one, <clears throat> that made me miss my 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 neighborhood. Um, one because nothing fun like that happens around here. Nah. Like a fucking Easter Bunny fight and a dad. That's fucking great. And then number two, those kids commenting on it is what makes it fucking hilarious. Damn. Oh shit! The Easter Bunny throwing hands. <laughs> Yo, this mad ass. I love. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, because the the Easter Bunny's ass is hanging out, and then the father he's fighting's ass was hanging out, and that's why they're like, "Yo, why so much ass?" <laughs> I fucking love it. I love, I've watched it a thousand times. I mean, I I would guess the reason why that happens in abundance in Jersey City, not around here, is because you to, for something that entertaining, you need the brothers. Oh yeah, of course, it's necessary. Yeah, right. For something like, especially for commentary to be that good. Yes, it's, it's brother necessary. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's I fucking I miss it. If that was two white kids fucking comment commentating on that, yeah. they would just been like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I can't wait to put this up on Twitter later." Yeah. I hope Debbie will like it. You know right. what I mean? Like fucking it, it, these do, like black people, Puerto Rican people are just naturally fucking funny. Yeah, you know, like if you're in a room and, like smoking a joint or something like that. <laughs> You just want to be around those dudes because no matter what they say, you're gonna fucking die laughing. Yeah. And why I the, I watching the Easter Bunny beat up another dude was funny enough. And then I don't know if you notice it or not, but when he comes back for more, that's he, the best part. He throws his his gloves on his <laughs> yeah. Easter Bunny gloves off and it goes in fucking bare nut, fucking maniac. And I loved it. <clears throat> One of the best <clears throat> clips I ever seen on the internet had to be this. You know, well, well brother commentary wise. Was this girl, and she's just walking through a cemetery all creepy. Let me know if you've seen this. She's just all creepy, like in a dress, you know, looking like something from a movie, you know. Like, like from Faces of Death or something? Nah, it was just a regular, uh, 
you know, it was a cemetery outside this dude's house, right? Okay. And, and they just spot a girl, like, barefooted in this old-school white dress, like, skipping through the cemetery, like, hanging out on graves, being all creepy. So you get these two bros who were, like, smoking in the room. And they're like, yo, check out this girl. She be crazy. You know? So they're like, oh, son, she just whacked her head on the grave. Yeah, but really, she's just, like, bending over and looking at something. And they're so freaked out by this girl walking through a cemetery. It's the funniest shit. But the girl is being a creep. But they're just so overdoing it. And then the, at one second, she just steps behind this one grave. And he's like, son, she just disappeared behind a tombstone. <laughs> it's just the funniest shit I ever. I watched it like a hundred times. I could watch that more than fucking uh, it, like any show on television. Anything. <laughs> I watched that Easter Bunny thing literally a hundred times. Like just fucking dying laughing. And that's so much ass crack. <laughs> just so that You know what that reminds me of, though? Do you remember while, when we were on tour? Um, and we were in South Carolina, and um, we stayed. At, was it South Carolina? No, Georgia. The dude with the dog. No, the woman, <laughs> the crazy woman. Oh, uh, the crazy woman. Yeah. yeah, that was Georgia. That was Georgia. Okay, so we didn't plan for this, but let me tell this real quick. Yeah, this yeah. is the same kind of thing. And there's a video out there, but I don't know who has it. Do you have it? it that was from your camera. Man, it I was in like night vision. Yeah, I should real. Uh, so, so anyway, to to uh, to. To confine this real quick, to, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but we were uh, we were like on a, a part of tour where we were playing every single night, and um, and we were like partying pretty hard, and we weren't we were like drinking every night and all that stuff. And there was one night that we had off, right? We didn't play that night, or did we play that night? It doesn't matter. But anyway, after whether we played or not, we decided that we wanted to just have a regular night. Yeah. And uh, what we were gonna do was just cook a bunch of food and like watch a movie and, and fucking just chill out. That was the plan. Right, instead of like getting drunk and and you know going out and meeting people, yeah. doing all that shit. So uh, we went to our bass player uh, had a friend um, in South Carolina, and she lived in a house in South Carolina. We had played somewhere around there that night, so she let us all crash at her house. So we went to the store and bought a whole bunch of food, and we thought it was going to be this fucking like relaxing night. Her next door neighbor came over <laughs> at one point, and. Uh, and was bleeding. Do you remember? So, yeah. so we're all we're all in the kitchen and just chilling out, cooking food, laughing or whatever. Uh, and all of a sudden, the door opens, and this like fucking tall, kind of overweight, crazy blonde woman, super crazy, comes in, going ah, crying bl- with blood, mm-hmm. like bleeding all over the place. And uh, and 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 the girl that we're with fucking gets her and calms her down and puts her back outside or whatever. Well, that girl was apparently like a nurse that took care of her or some shit. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. And I and since and and I know we're passing over a whole bunch of stuff, but since we were all there, I think that she thought that we were making fun of her, or she was offended at the fact that the girl kicked her out of her house because I think normally she would like let her be in there and take care of her, and um. And uh, so the girl, the woman, uh, came back. Help me out with this story because I, I, I think I'm okay. fucking up. But anyway, at some, we were like, "Wow, that's crazy." That's when she came back with the chocolates. Oh, remember? Yeah, and, okay. And then I started eating all the chocolates. Yeah, so that's what it was. So what happened with the chocolates? I'm forgetting about all this. All I remember is the cup of blood. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. You can probably know this better than I do. Well, well, first you left the cup of blood. 
saying, she, well, no, actually, first she felt bad and said, here, I feel bad that, you know, I, I created all this craziness. Here's a, a, um some Snickers and some, you know, Twixes or whatever, like some candy bars. Yeah. So I'm sitting there dogging these chocolates because I'm fucking hungry. And also, that's what you do is just eat everything. <laughs> yeah. So I'm eating all these chocolates. And then five minutes later, there's another knock at the door and it's a cup of blood and it says, just so you know, I have hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So this one, this crazy woman comes in spraying blood all over the place, freaking out, <laughs> then comes back and gives us blood chocolates that you consumed and then <laughs> knocks on the door. And then when we open the door, she's not there. It's just a cup <laughs> yeah. of, of red liquid. And uh, and it has a note that says, by the way, I have hepatitis C. <laughs> so uh, I can only speak for myself, but I fucking went into like a hypochondriac fucking like uh, paralysis. Like it, there's, if you watch the video, at one point it pans across the room, and I'm sitting in a chair with like, <laughs> like with my arms, my hands like in the air, like doing like the fucking Wu Tang symbol, <laughs> like because I don't want to touch anything. But then, <laughs> but then, um, <laughs> the house, the house was right across the street, and the woman for the next three or four hours just fucking lost her mind and we videotaped it and most of the video is me you and our guitar player matt at the time commentating on it yeah and this is when i tell you guys at home if i could ever if i can ever find this video i will i will gladly put it up on the website so everyone can see it but this is woman is she uh she's like She's rolling around on her porch trying to light herself on fire and then she's so fucked up. I don't know if she was like on drugs or drunk, but she's so fucked up. Remember at one point that she can't like she's trying to get in in the door, but she can't reach the door and shit. Remember when she just whacks her head against that fucking (laughs) swing and we're like, that's it. She's dead. (laughs) We thought she miseried herself. (laughs) We thought that she fucking she hit the temple like misery and was dead for a while. (laughs) Yeah, that's the funniest part of the video is because for a while she's she's out she's just laying there yeah. and we're like oh my god she's dead oh my god she's dead and then she and then like five minutes later she moves and we're all like oh, yeah she like sat up like michael myers and shit it's the great one of the craziest things just like you would expect a night in fucking south carolina to go yeah weird um and we're not even doing it justice by explaining it this way you you have to watch it but that remind me of it because in the amount of times that i've watched that video of that woman freaking out the woman freaking out is hilarious, but the like us commentating on it yeah. is fucking even funnier. And it's yeah, the same that kind of shit thing. is funny. I, I would love to see that again. Now, if we were black, it would be fucking gold. I know. But since know. we're just dorky white kids, it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, <laughs> my first ever experience where I realized black people were the best commentators ever, or just the best, you know, to be in a, a, like a hectic experience with. I think I was like 11 or 12 years old, and it was that, um, you know, that pool billiards place right across the street from you, like, uh, Chris's Billiards in Hazlitt, in well, like where Pool Ab Bar is. Yeah, right. So- is that where it was? No, that's not even where it was. Okay. Where was that shit? I remember there was a billiards hall in, in, in where, yeah, I mean, this is not interesting at all for a podcast, but there was a billiards hall there. Yeah. There was? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we used to go there after school and play pool all the time. But that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay, well, I don't know what the one you're talking about then. The one I'm talking about was by Friendlies. Oh, uh, okay. It might have been the same thing moved, but whatever. It was over by Friendlies. Okay. And uh, there was a, like a jukebox, you know, 
It was like 1991, 1992. Maybe he was trying to play some fucking the juice soundtrack or some shit. I don't know. Sip the juice. But, I got enough to go around. <laughs> exactly. So I he, love that soundtrack. So he put in his money to play the song, and they didn't play his song, or the, it ate his money, or some shit. And now this is my first ever like experience witnessing a black man freak the fuck out right next to me like this before. So he starts yelling at the guy that's like running the place and yelling at pretty much everybody, going, "Yo, I pay fifty cent for that jam. I pay fifty cent for that jam." And just walking around bugging, and I'm just in there watching, like, "Yo, this is a good and this is some good entertainment. Like, I'm enjoying this black man." <laughs> He was upset about the 50 cent. He was definitely upset about the 50 cent for the jam. And that they didn't play his jam. So they skipped his jam and that's what he was pissed off about? Yeah, they just skipped his jam right over. I remember one time when um, I, I was uh, I got my license. And I got my license a little bit later because I never wanted to drive and I, I still hate driving. Um, so I was probably like 18 or 19 years old. And me and my friend, actually Matt, the same guy from the band, he, he helped me get my license. He let me use his car for the test. So we're sitting there in DMV in Eatontown, New Jersey, waiting uh, for me to be called. And all of a sudden, um, fucking, uh, you just hear this dude screaming and like running, right? And uh, and with these two, I, I guess they're cops or security guards or whatever they were running behind him. Is this black guy? And then they tackle him on the floor, like right in front of the door. And he's like trying to fight him. And he keeps going, you're blaming it on a black man. You're blaming it on a black man. You're blaming it on a black man. Over and over and over again. And then they fucking pepper sprayed him in the in the place. So then he's freaking out, like grabbing his eyes. He's still screaming, you're blaming it on a black man. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we were all like, oh, that's fucked up. They get him outside. The whole DM, like us, me and everybody else in the DMV are all sitting there like, we're glad that's over. And all of a sudden, everyone starts fucking tearing up a little bit. <laughs> and everyone starts rubbing their eyes. They fucking pepper sprayed, inadvertently pepper sprayed the whole DMV. Everybody was fucked up. But it was funny. It's the same kind of thing. Even a black man getting pepper sprayed is fucking funny <laughs> yeah. because they're just natural comedians who I love. <laughs> I know. And if our friend Kevin was here, he would he would lambast me for saying that because I get shit from him all the time. He always tells me that I, I, I like people just because they're black. So I don't know. I think I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we both do. Why else would we watch movies like Nothing to Lose or, or Black Knight and, <laughs> and find them funny? I know. Like, Bad Boys probably isn't that good of a movie, but I love it because of Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I actually watched Blue Streak today. I was like, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> He's sweating. He's coming out of your pores. <laughs> it's fucking great. So, I don't know. Anyway, that fucking Easter Bunny video is hilarious. If I could ever find the video of uh, of that chick freaking out in South Carolina, I will put it up so quick on awkwardhighfive.com because yeah, the world yours. needs to see it. It's definitely yours because I ran out of tape in Florida. So, it had to be after. You know, it was after Florida. Okay. You know, so I think you got it somewhere. Okay. I'll have to find but, it. Oh, my God. That shit is so fun. I'd have to find it and then also find a device capable of playing it because I think it was like those <laughs> mini DV yeah. fucking tapes and Technology shit. Technology gone. That is so fucking funny. Oh man, what um, what else did we have on the list here that we wanted to get through today? I don't know. I wanted to talk about um, uh, the forgotten eighty sitcoms because I, I was, oh, because you brought right, right. Go ahead. Because uh, I was uh, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street the other day and I was thinking, what was that sitcom that had every girl from every <laughs> from one through four of Nightmare on Elm Street in it? 
And it was, like you said, um, just the 10 of us. Just the 10 of us, right? Which was Coach Lubbock, which was a um, a spinoff of what what show was Coach Lubbock from? That's what's killing me. That's what I can't think of. So he was a coach on a show? He was a, he, there was a show where Lubbock was the, the gym coach, and he was like a side character. And then they did a spinoff with him and his family called Just the Ten of Us, oh. and it was all the girls. Now, I don't know anybody else that... Growing Pains. You're totally right. It he has to the, be Yeah, you're right. Pain. You're right. He was the coach in Growing Pains. Now, what, what I don't know is that uh, who else was in that besides Nancy? The blonde <clears throat> chick. But the, isn't a blonde chick uh, uh, Rosanna Arquette? Or Patricia Arquette? Wasn't the blonde chick from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one of the Arquettes? Not the one that I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the chick in, in I'm in Elm Street Part 4 that likes to work out, and he squashes her in the... He's like, oh, little roach motel. And he turns her into a cockroach, and he squeezes her inside the little box. She was one of the daughters on Just the Ten yeah, of Us as well? Yep, she's one of the daughters. Okay. And then I think there was another one, right? Or, or like the red-headed one or some shit? Well, that... You know what? I'm going to IMDB this. Yeah, do that shit. Uh, hang on for one second. Do-do-do-do... Uh, um... Because I have not thought of this show in forever. Like, uh, it, like you said, forgotten um, sitcoms, and I was like, "Well, I haven't forgotten any sitcoms from the '80s." And you brought that up, there's and I was like, bunch, "Holy shit!" There's I a bunch. Totally every once in a while, one will pop in there, and and there's a bunch of sitcoms that you know. Because '80s, I feel like sitcoms were like they had like a, a fucking shelf life of five minutes, and then it'd be like on to the next one. Yeah, those those are the bitches. Oh yeah, Bill Kirkenhauer. Um. Well, I'm, we're not even gonna fucking. We're not even gonna know their names. Well, Heather Langenkamp is Nancy. That's for damn sure. Right. 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 Um. Yeah. Most of the. I think. I don't think any of these girls have even acted since then. <laughs> Probably not. But I. I want to fucking watch that show again. Oh, it's an Emmy winner for outstanding lighting direction in a comedy series. The lighting on that show was so goddamn good that they got a fucking Emmy. The lighting was? <laughs> the reflection of Graham Lubbock's bald-ass fucking head? Yeah, so that's the whole point. It's Graham Lubbock and then fucking nine broads that he's got to deal yeah. with. Yeah. And they're all nuts or whatever. Um, That made me think of, though, and here's, tell me if you remember this one. And this is weird, and this is how the zeitgeist works, is uh, you know how you, like, you think of something and then all of a sudden it starts popping up all over the place? Yeah, yeah. So I was hanging out with, uh, with I think it was the last time my brother was around, and, and we were all hanging out with my parents and shit. And when I was younger, my mom used to sing a song to me and my brother to go to bed. And the song was, if you like to wish on a star, carry moonbeams home in a jar. Uh-huh. You know that song? I'm down where you are. Or would you rather be a fish? Yeah. A fish is an animal. Right. right? You know that song? So yeah. she used to sing that to us. And we were talking about it, and I was like, where do I know that song from besides going to bed as a child? And then I remembered that it was uh, the theme song of the 80s sitcom, Out of This World. Do you remember that show? Oh, it sounds familiar. Give me another hint, because I do know what it is, but I'm not sure. Well, that's the, that's the name. I don't know what, else, what other hint I could give you. That's the name of the show, Out of This World. It was about a girl who lived on Earth with her mom, and her father was an alien. And uh, you don't remember this, and um, and she would have this little like uh, like like crystal looking thing, like a uh, pyramid looking thing, 
um, next to her bed, and every once in a while, it would fucking light up, and her father would talk to her from oh, another yeah, planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was able to stop time by fucking um, putting her fingers together, kind of like the Zach Morris stopping time or whatever, and she was able to stop time because she was an alien. That's right. And that was considered entertainment in the 80s on primetime. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, so that, and then, oh, so what I'm talking about, which is weird, is a couple days ago, somebody I'm friends with on Facebook just put that up randomly, like, oh, this this show from the 80s, and it was a show that I had never uh, thought of in years and years and years. Just the, the week before that, I had thought about it because it was the song that my mother sang to me as a child going to bed. And then, you know, and then it showed back up. And it, it's just weird the way that works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, at first, when you said that, I, was, I thought you were talking about the show where the girl's a robot? Mm. Or is she an alien? She's a robot. And you're talking about... Small Wonder. Oh yeah, yeah. Small right. Wonder. Yeah. Which um the one of the rumors uh which Billy Corgan was that the kid was yeah. Billy Corgan. I don't know why people took '90s rock musicians and made the rumor that they were in show because everyone right. used to say that Marilyn, it fits the age. Everyone yeah. used to say that Marilyn Manson was uh Paul from the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Which if you look at that dude though, you're like, nah, that could be Marilyn Manson. Um, and but now we're starting to realize that Marilyn Manson's slowly turning to Nicolas Cage. Yes, <laughs> with his, really fucking ass. This is a turkey ass neck. <laughs> yeah. And let me say something about Paul from Wonder Years. He could act Marilyn Manson under the fucking table. <laughs> I saw Marilyn Manson in that stupid uh, Sons of Anarchy show. Oh and, yeah. Oh that my sucked. god, was he bad? Yeah, that was terrible. He he was the second worst rock star actor in that show. First one going to your best friend. Courtney Love. Oh yeah. Anyway, Why, yeah, she was in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, she was the teacher. She was the uh, the uh, kindergarten teacher or whatever for um, Jack's kid. Oh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Why would you remember? She sucks anyway. So yeah, so, so you're talking about Small Wonder, which was a show about a young Billy Corgan who had a sister <laughs> yeah. that was a robot. And, and that always fucked me up because sometimes they'd like open her up and shit. Yeah, they would they would open the back of her and, and she was like slimy and shit. They would fuck with her wires. Yeah. But she was a cute I remember when I was a kid, like being kind of attracted to the robot. Like she was an attractive she was girl. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I don't know if the, I don't know if this is considered a uh, a forgotten '80s sitcom or not, but uh, it definitely wasn't one of the giant ones. But I but I watched it all the time, and I know that you're a, you're a mutual fan of this. Was uh, Perfect Strangers? Oh yeah, with Balky Baltakamos. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, uh, so much so that when I saw Bronson Pinchot in um, True Romance, mm-hmm. it freaked me out to see Balky Baltakum was doing anything else besides yeah. fucking, especially getting Roadhead and snorting coke. I yeah, was like, Balky, why? <laughs> you're permanently Balky. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't do shit besides yeah. that. I remember um, we were talking about this last night because we couldn't think of the name of the show, but it was one of MTV's reality shows. It was called The Surreal Life, where they put a bunch of like has together in a house. I think I vaguely remember that, yeah. It was like Vanilla Ice and Rod and Jeremy and uh webster and it, they just put a bunch of fucking losers in a house you know okay. what i mean yeah like or b-list like, c-list celebrities yeah like washed washed up people yeah and um oh, what the fuck was my point what the fuck are we talking about oh and and balky was on there and they do like a little interview with the people before it starts 
I like where you know where they come from. He's like, yes, you may remember me as Balky. All <laughs> 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 those shit he's done, he's known as Balky. Balky Patakamas. Yeah, and you're Larry type, Appleton. You're type. I wonder where Larry Appleton is these days. I saw fucking Larry Appleton. <laughs> oh, no, he did. I not. did. I swear to God, he's in. <laughs> He's in a show, um, and if there and 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 I'm sure that any women that listen to this podcast will know this show, but I unfortunately do not know it. It's one of these we all work in a hospital and fuck each other shows that all the women like. It might be Grey's Anatomy, it might be Brothers and Sisters, it might have been one of those. But my ex fiance watched the show. Uh, uh, I know what you're talking. Is it on HBO? No, no, no. It, there's a ton of these shows. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch. I think Grey's Anatomy was the big one, and then there was a fucking um. And then there was like a spin-off of it. I don't know, but my girlfriend watched all of Whoa, Tumo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh fucking um watched all the how's he calling you? You don't have cell service. Facebook. Oh, he's Facebook calling yeah. you. Uh Tumo, if you listen to this episode, we got your call, but we can't do it. We're recording it. We're <laughs> recording a podcast. You should have picked up and talked to him on the air. Anyway. Um so anyway, I was watching the show because my fiance at the time was watching it, and so and so I was I was forced to watch it. And I, I was looking at the one dude. This was a couple of years ago. I was looking at the one dude, and I was like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Finally, IMD beat it, and it was Larry Appleton. So what? Is he old as fuck now? Yeah, of course he's old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he had to be in his 30s when he was in Perfect Strangers. And that's what's weird about the 80s. Like, you look at Larry Appleton in Perfect Strangers, and you're like, oh, dude's like 50. You know, but he was like, younger than us probably in Perfect Strangers. Well, that's a part of getting old. You realize that, you know, like, here, okay, here's, I've been watching, <laughs> I've been watching um, The Simpsons nonstop because FX has every Simpson ever on their website. So before I go to bed, that's become my sleep show where I just hit the website and I just let that shit run. And do you know how old Homer Simpson is? How old he's supposed to be? Yeah, how old? He, yeah, they never age in the show. So how old he is? I don't know, 42? He's 38 years old. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which means in two years, we will be as old as Homer Simpson. <laughs> Tell me that's not fucking that freaky. sucks. It's fucking freaky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Homer's supposed to be 38? 38. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And see, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, he's 38. He's fucking old. Of course he has uh, three kids and a house and all that shit. And then you are and then you get closer to that, and you're like, I want him to be 50-something, yeah. so I don't feel so bad right now. <laughs> well, his oldest kid is, what, nine? Yeah, nine or ten, Bart, I guess. All right, right? so it's shit. Oh, that's another weird thing. Um, fucking, uh, wait, wait, no, maybe Bart is like eight. I, f- I think I did the math. I think Bart's supposed to be nine. He's supposed to be in fourth grade, right? Uh yeah, whatever it is. But I think the, the another weird thing about that is that if the Simpsons were real, if they aged, then Bart would be our age. I think Bart was born in 1980 or like 1991, so we'd be the same thing. Right? Yeah, Bart, yeah. Bart is our age. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is another fucking. So weird Bart's thing. almost as old as Homer. So that episode where, that, <laughs> when he's old, Bart <laughs> when he's old, when when Lisa's like the president of the United States and Bart's like a fucking loser with a tail <laughs> fucking hanging out. That's us. <laughs> We've made it to loser Bart status. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. that Bart and Milhouse did a podcast on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we got to grow them tails back. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. All right. So do you uh, do you have any other uh, obscurities? Um, if, if there's any obscure 80s sitcoms that we're leaving out, please let us know. Um, oh, I'm sure there's a shitload. I used to have a fucking like lineup that I forgot. Um, 
I don't know, but I, I do remember this. Tell me if you remember this. Um, it's a. Uh, every time around Halloween, they would do like this Halloween show, right? And I don't know if it was fucking uh, Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or something. Holy shit. Even just saying the Disney Channel is weird. I forgot <laughs> all about that fucking shit. Well, now Disney Channel is, you don't even have to pay for it. It's just like Channel 11. Really? Yeah, it's just up there. Okay. But they would do this like uh, uh, Halloween like horror show, and it was called like Mister Boogie, and it was about this guy that like just came out and fucking like killed kids. Or is that a dream? <laughs> Look, I I have no idea. No, I'm guessing I, this is some weird drug induced fever dream that you had. <laughs> no, it's real life. I saw. I used to wait for it every Halloween as a kid, and he was like this green dude, and like this family fucking. You know, with like it was a family that like moved to a house, and and the family didn't believe the kids, and the family saw him, Mister Boogie. Yeah. All right. You know, when I look things up, that's time for you to talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the boogie. I know, but that's not the way it works. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, boogie nights, boogie roller boogie, boogie mm-hmm. woogie, Mister Boogie. It's in there. No, it's a, but it's a short film. Mr. Boogie Woogie. You know, these are all short films. I have no idea what you're talking IMDB is not uh, fucking backing you up. We're going to have to do research on that one. All right. I'm telling you, it's for real. He was like a green dude and the family. And if you saw the dad in it, because I know it's a real a real thing, because the dad is like a known actor. And okay. like, if you've seen what he looked like, you would recognize him. What about this uh, obscure 80s show? Um, it might have even been a night. No, it was probably 80s. Uh, speaking of spinoffs. But do you even remember this? That there is a spinoff of um, uh, Who's the Boss, right? Who's the Boss, one of the more popular 80s shows. Yeah. There is a spinoff of Who's the Boss. I do not remember the name of it. If anybody at home remembers the name of it, please let us know. AwkwardHI5 on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else. Or email us. Um, But what it was, was there was one episode where Samantha, Alyssa Milano... um, went to a modeling school on who's the boss. Then they took that modeling school and made a spinoff about it. And it was about all the girls at the modeling school and the, and the woman around the modeling school. And the main model was, uh, Stacy Carosi, fucking Leah Romini. Really? That was like her first, uh, fucking, uh, uh, yeah, like her first role or whatever, I guess. And I remember I watched it because I was like, you know, probably like 10 you know what i mean and like starting to get hard-ons and shit and all the girls are hot and i was like i love this modeling <laughs> show Wait, i forget the you, name of it really it was a spinoff it was a spinoff yeah i could probably find the name of it now if i fucking if you are willing to entertain the audience while i look at imdb i'm more interested in what you're looking up i'm looking up leah romini and i'm gonna go back to the because to, to the i remember leah romini being on an actual episode of who's the boss when her and samantha cut class and they're like you know, it was like cut day in school or beach day. Or yeah, but I think that's the thing. When Samantha went to the modeling uh, school or the modeling thing, Leah Romini was in it. Oh, okay. And I'm going to find this, my friend. And then Carosi left modeling school to get a job at a beach club with Zach. With her dad, yeah. yeah. And then it fucking went from there. What is... Uh, w- w- give me another fucking... Um, a, uh, another uh, obscure fucking show. You have another one? Oh, 80s, 80s yeah. shows? Um, I remember there was one that came on right after right after Perfect Strangers. I can't Maybe it was just the 10 of us. Everybody remembers Mr. Belvedere. That's not too obscure. Yeah, Mr. Belvedere was a good show. 
Yeah, but it wasn't too obscure. That's not something that people would forget. Like, just the ten of us is something that you forget existed. What was the show where the guy was like a fucking cartoon writer, but he would always wear like a dog on his hand and he would hold like a pencil? <laughs> Holy shit, I feel like I know this fucking <laughs> hey, one. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, by the way, the name of that show was Living Dolls and it was on from 1989 till 1989. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. And, um, but it was, yeah, it was a spinoff of Who's the Boss and uh, Leigh Ramini was the fucking, uh, the main one. Living Dolls? Living Dolls is what it was called. Damn, so talk about obscure 80s shit. shows. I think I just won Yeah, that. that is super obscure. I never even heard of that shit. Uh, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about? Yes. Where the dog, the guy had like a pet dog or like a cow on his hand that like held the pencil. Man, the 80s were a fucking weird, weird ass, ass shit. Yeah. Do you remember this show? I don't think we meant to do this much time on obscure 80s things, but now this is sparking my whole fucking memory. Remember, the only information I retain and the only thing that I'm worth in this world is this stupid pop culture shit that just gets stuck in my head. Do you remember the show Empty Nest? Oh, yeah, with that guy that looks like an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the eagle from the Muppets you were thinking about. He looks like that blue bird from the Muppets. But his uh, his daughters, it was an older guy who lives with his daughters, and then and the next-door neighbor was... Um, oh, man, who's that fucking gay guy? Oh, Jim the- J. Bullock. Jim J. Bullock. <laughs> yeah. And his one younger daughter, the more annoying, like, uh, activist daughter, was the one that gets thrown out the window in Chucky, in the first Chucky, that he, he throws her out the window oh, and she yeah. lands on the car. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. I never made the, the connection, but I remember you telling me she was from Empty Nest. Right. I don't know. Yeah, there's some weird 80s shit going on. And I'm sure there's more obscure, because they were all about spinoffs and, and all that shit, so I'm yeah. sure there's some. So if you at home, uh, listeners of the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast, have a favorite 80s show or an obscure 80s show that you don't think anyone remembers like all these, let us know. Hit us up on the website. Hit us up on Twitter, Awkward HI5, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Email us, <laughs> I and we'll read them off. I want to make a really quick point. Okay. That just popped into my head real quick. Please do, RTJ. You were talking to me the other day about these people that their political views are affected by the fact that they think they're going to be wealthy one day. Right. I've been screaming that from the rooftops. Now, I'm going to totally agree with that based on pop culture. Okay. Because now, I just piece this together in my head really quick in two seconds. You get the normal sitcom nowadays. It's people that work in hospitals, people that work on TV shows, people that are fucking actors, movie stars, rappers, fucking drug dealers. Everyone is fucking rich. Right. On your normal sitcom. Right. You go to the fucking 80s and it's a bunch of fucking like Budweiser drinking, fucking mayo sandwich eating like. You know, hillbillies, policemen, shoe salesmen. Yeah, uh, fucking yeah. If you think of the the major occupation of all the main stars, uh, gym coach, uh, fucking. I think Larry and 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 them worked in advertising or something. Who Larry and Balky? Yeah, yes, I guess. So. Oh, by the way, Perfect Strangers was a spinoff of uh, Family Matters. Oh no, Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Why? Because the mother from Family Matters Get out of was worked in the building with, <laughs> with Larry with, with Appleton, Larry Appleton <laughs> and she was a side character, and they gave her her own show. And then because of Urkel, kind of took that show over. She kind of became a side character on that show, but that was a spinoff. Wow, yeah. I had no clue about yeah. that. See this fucking information? Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, cops, fucking gym teacher. Like, it, yeah, there is nothing. Um, 
It, it, we were okay with being middle class in the 80s. Yeah, right. But mm-hmm. now everybody has to has to be Well, even if you look at Friends, right? Which is like ridiculous. I I don't a lot of people hate Friends. I don't hate Friends, but I also don't revere it the way that everybody does. But um, you know, that was the whole thing with that show was these people are living in this fucking crazy apartment in Manhattan and then they're like one of them works at a diner, the other one's trying to get a fucking career off yeah. the ground and shit like there's no way that that fucking would, or the even the guys works like a nondescript office job, and the other one's a, an out of work actor. But yet they're living in these fucking giant lofts in Manhattan, which you know even back then in the '90s would have cost three, four grand a fucking month. Yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. But it was, but they wanted people to feel like you know, like oh, check out, you want to be these people? They're beautiful. Yeah, they live in this space. They're fucking young and hip and all that shit. In the eighties, you didn't fucking get that. Most of the most of the lead actors in eighties sitcoms were fucking old bald men. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. I I keep going back to Lubbock here because I love Lubbock. <laughs> Seriously, but it, that is a very very good point that you're making. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that is the whole thing. And and uh, Roseanne, look at Roseanne. Right, Roseanne. I remember, I remember there being an episode of Roseanne, and um, and this maybe like set up my m- m- uh, like uh, like not knowing how much money a human being needs to make. But I remember there being an episode of Roseanne where um, Darla, what's her name, Darlene, yeah. Darlene goes to art school, and then she's she gets a job, and her parents, Dan and and Roseanne, want her to move back it during the summer, but she says, "I got a job." And they're like, well, whatever. How much are you possibly making? And she says, well, I'm making about $30,000 a year. And then I remember Roseanne and Dan getting like all mad because she was making more money than they did. Oh, so shit. I remember as a kid thinking, okay, well, you just got to make 30 grand a year and you're okay. <laughs> and then like for some reason, I just kept that with me in even probably until like my late teens, early 20s where I'm like, I'm going to get out of school. I'm going to be making a cool 30K and I'm going to be like Darlene rich, you know? <laughs> and then I got into the real world and I'm like, holy shit, I can't afford anything. You know? <laughs> making that Darlene money. <laughs> That sweet Colleen <laughs> art school money. Damn. But man. yeah, that's the same fucking thing. You know, out of work fucking people opening loose meat sandwich shops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a very, very good point, my friend. Yeah, it just popped in there. So let's all embrace our 80s sitcoms mm-hmm. and vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Thank you. That's real life. This message has been brought to you by Devin Ferry of the Alpha <laughs> High Five podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I I, uh, I can't think of any other ones right now. Yeah, me neither. But uh, it's a but I'm gonna I'm gonna um you know do a little research, try and make a little list for next time. I'm gonna say um uh, Good Morning Miss Bliss was a show with the name Good Morning Miss Bliss. It was never. It came out before <laughs> it fucking did. I don't know. For maybe. one year, maybe. What else do you have on your list there, Richard? We have like 10 minutes left. Oh, we could talk a little pistols, dolls. We could talk. Oh, you know what? I want to talk about this because this is fucking ludicrous. I want to talk about the ludicrous. Fucking... You actually want to talk about ludicrous? This is... Yeah, I want to talk about ludicrous. No. The fucking Domino's pizza delivery robot. Stupidest fucking thing. Everyone's making such a big deal over this fucking delivery robot, but it is retarded. Well, I don't. You know what? I don't know anything about this, so you're going to have to run me through it. It's a robot that delivers your pizza. Oh. It's that simple, huh? It's that fucking simple. But uh, is it a drone? Like, it has to be a drone, right? A robot doesn't... Does a robot just roll up Johnny Five Alive style and give you a pizza? Or does a robot drive a car to your house? It has no, to be no, a, no. It has to be a drone. Right. It's like an R2-D2. No, no, no. What's a fucking drone? A drone is, is like... <laughs> a, you know. I thought it was the thing that fly. Yeah, right. It don't fly. 
No, it fucking rolls down the block like an R2-D2. Uh, where is this being rolled out? Because it's definitely not being rolled out in, around here. That's what I'm saying. What's this? What's stopping some kid to seeing this thing roll down the block? Like, I want some pizza and kicking it in the fucking head and right. taking the pizza out of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I, I look, I think you're missing some facts. I don't know. But there's no way that this isn't a fucking... I ain't a missing fucking, no facts. There's no way that this is a, a robot. It would cost more money for them to develop these robots to hand a robot a pizza and then have a robot scoot down the street for miles to a house and deliver the pizzas. Mm-hmm. Because Amazon uh, is, is sooner than... They've been talking about it forever, but sooner or later they're rolling out drones. And that's how they're going to deliver packages. So basically... But they're going to fly. Right. Drones fly. Right, exactly. Right, but this shit ain't flying. Really? Yeah, it's it's fucking roll. Like I told you, R two D two status. It's just gonna roll out like ludicrous. <laughs> now here's the, here's the only way that I would accept this. Um, if the ludicrous robot was to come to my house, is that if it's R two D two style, right? Like a canister, then you have the pizza put inside the robot in some sort of heating mechanism that keeps the pizza warm until it gets to your actual door, and then the robot spits it out, and then you have warm pizza like it just came out of the oven in front of you. I think that's it. that is what it is. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, see now that I I might I mean it's kind of hard. I don't want every Domino's, but if other pizza places would do this, I'd be very into it. If that's the if that's the future of pizza delivery, is what I'm saying here then I would be a very happy person. You order a pizza, or maybe you order a pizza, they, they put all the shit on it, they throw it into the robot, and then it cooks as the robot's coming to you, and then and ding, I don't think you take that, it out. I don't think it's that good. Well, let, let a man dream, Richard. <laughs> Who's going to throw the pepperoni on that bitch? Hold on. Well, no, you throw it all in there at once. Uh, hold on. I'm telling you, drone to drone, drone, drone. <laughs> yeah, you let me get a body drone. Pepper, let yeah. me get a <laughs> What is that? Shoot it's fucking... A, it's on wheels, baby. Holy shit. It looks like the thing that Michael J. Fox takes his sneakers out of and fucking bags the future. <laughs> it looks like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fucking thing that shoots pizzas. Like, the remember the fucking uh, vehicle? How they're like fucking ward thing? Yeah, that, that you used to buy. Um, yeah, all right. That's really fucking weird. That is fucked up, but... I don't want to know what's stopping people from robbing the pizza from it. Well, maybe it's l- a locked or something. And you got they give you a code. Maybe. Let me do some research. Give me that shit. Well, we can't research live <laughs> right now. I'm researching. But, uh, well, that's the whole fucking thing is, you know, again, we've brought this up in earlier episodes, but we're all going to be killed by Domino's robots or Amazon drones or all these things that we think they're helping us out. Because what's going to stop this thing from going maximum overdrive style and start shooting fucking pizzas at people until they die. Yeah, I know. It's not, it's not giving you the fucking the scope. This is bootleg. And also, how much do you tip a robot? You don't. That's the beauty of it. I guess. There's probably just a, like a robot delivery fee <laughs> that they charge you. I don't know. But it's, fuck, it's fucked up. I, I'm not a fan of it. You don't tip the robot and then on the way out it keys your car. <laughs> it just rolls down your car real slow with a key. <laughs> it just pops out the side. <laughs> you get the you get the pizza from the you're like no tip and then you get the pizza and you're like, is that spit? There, there's like a little there's a little bit of oil on your pizza. Yeah, it's like a microchip just sitting on it. <laughs> microchip. Got you. Just a fucking 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a Domino's guy, so I don't know if I'm ever going to have a robot delivered. Mm. I like a traditional. I like the traditional way where I order myself a pizza from the local mom and pop place and either some 17-year-old um, fucking high school kid or some 45-year-old Mexican dude brings it to my house. Yeah. I give them a couple bucks. I feel good about myself. I, give, I feel good. They feel good about themselves. I get And everybody excited. has a good night. I'm getting really fucking hungry. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> well, we're wrapping up soon anyway. We could we could close this the fuck up. I'm starving. So I I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to research some '80s sitcoms and come back with a, with a grand old list. And I'm gonna have to research I, Mr. Boogie because I know that's a real thing. well. Yes, please come back and prove that. Yeah, but I but I I think that we came up with a good list of of uh, yeah. Fucking... There, oh, it was definitely you know some good hidden items in there for sure. You definitely got your shit you know on lock. But I gotta come up with some goodies because. And spinoffs are another thing, like fucking, like I don't know if they even do spinoffs anymore because I, I I haven't watched a network television show since probably Arrested Development. I don't know. They probably don't do spinoffs spinoffs because there's probably so many people spitting out show ideas that they have so many to choose from. Back then, it was probably like you know I, I didn't I don't think TV was that like. Well, every back then everybody looked down on television. Like so, like back in the day, if you were an actor, you would be like, you would be hanging out with your actor friends, and they'd be like, "Hey, you got anything going on?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, well, I got this television show," and everybody like, "Ooh, that sucks," you know, like fucking, you need to be in movies and shit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's almost the complete opposite. Right. Like every movie star is Wants to be has, has their television show. And there's so, and the thing now is that there's so much, so many platforms for it, and they and they're all starving for fucking, uh, you know, for ideas and 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 production and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess there's really no reason to take whatever fucking you know Modern Family and give fucking the chick with the tits a spinoff or something, you yeah. know, whatever it is. Mm. But yeah, in the '80s they did that. If a show, if a show had the littlest bit of traction to it, like let's take Perfect Strangers for for example, like that show was a crazy ass show about a fucking dude and I guess his gay lover. I don't know what Balky was. It was supposed to be his cousin. Never cousin, mm-hmm. laddie. And when I hear cousin, I hear gay lover. <laughs> but, uh, gay Greek Meepos lover? Yeah, his fucking, his mail-ordered husband from fucking... <laughs> from Meepos? Yeah, from Meepos. <laughs> and then he happens to just work with this sassy black chick at his office, and then the sassy black chick gets a fucking spit-off that becomes... I do not remember Larry even having a job. I, he worked at an office. I thought he was like a fucking plumber or some shit. No, he worked in an office. Really? Yeah. Because I remember Larry used to, sh- I mean, uh, 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 Balky used to show up sometimes and embarrass him. And he'd have to, like, shove really? him in the clo- closet and be like, oh, that's Cousin Larry freaking me out. <laughs> show him in the closet, eh? What do- Before we go, let me ask you this. What do you think the best uh, 80s sitcom theme song is? Fucking Perfect Strangers. I think it is, too, right? That's <laughs> just awesome. How does it go, though? I, I used to Sometimes know it by heart. Sometimes the world well, looks perfect. perfect. Yes. <laughs> Nothing can be arranged. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. That's all I got. Oh, come on. Besides the chorus, standing tall. Right, on hang, on. The- hang on. We're going out with this. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mark Lynn Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Leave reviews on iTunes so we can have this party. We love you. Sometimes the world looks perfect, but nothing can be. Is that Balky? Yeah. America Sometimes or Bus. Get a feeling like you need some kind of change. 
thunder, wind and hail come around the back again. It's my life, it's my dream, and nothing's gonna stop me now. <laughs> oh yeah, look at them fags. Anyway, thank you. We'll see you in future days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.